0: You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what is going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, we are going to be discussing the unicorn in the transfer portal. That is Grant nelson going to be discussing what he could be for the kentucky wildcats if they choose to pursue him we're also going to talk about a player that the wildcats are pursuing keisha johnson of san diego state he will be taking a visit to kentucky i'm going to talk about why this may be the perfect player that kentucky needs out of the transfer portal Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. Want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to the show. We are getting closer to 5,000 subscribers every single day. Going to continue to try and get to that mark before the end of the summer. Hop on the bandwagon. We've got a lot of great content coming up here at Locked On UK. Also, if you're listening on podcast, please go ahead and leave us a review there as well. It'd mean a ton to us here if you followed the feed and gave us a review. Let us know what you think about the show. So let's go ahead and get into it. Grant Nelson, a Kentucky Wildcat, possibly. So in case you don't know, Grant Nelson is a 6'11", 235-pound forward out of North Dakota State. He was a very solid player for the Bison last season, and he's somebody that has entered the transfer portal and immediately garnered a lot of national attention. Right now, I don't think that there is a surefire, hey, this is where he's looking immediately school. I think that there are several people out there that will make assumptions and predictions about where he may end up going, but as of right now, I don't think that there's anything definitive about where Grant Nelson is going to be ending up, at least not publicly. We may get an announcement here. Shoot, I could be recording right now and he may commit somewhere. I don't know. He could commit to Kentucky while recording, for all I know. Grant Nelson was an excellent talent at NDSU. I'm not saying he's Kevin Durant, but I want you to go and watch this kid's highlights and watch the way that he handles the ball at 6-11, 17.9 points per game, 9.3 rebounds per game, 2.1 assists, and he shot 52.1% from the floor. He was not an excellent three point shooter. He shot 26.9% from beyond the arc. He did have a tendency to take somewhere between one to six a game. He was not, he, it wasn't like he missed just a few out of a few that he took, and then that was that. Uh, he shot the ball. He was a dominant scorer for NDSU last season. And if I'm not mistaken, NDSU was actually not a terrible team. They were, I think, right at five hundred, if I'm not mistaken. Nelson would be a very interesting addition to Kentucky for a couple of reasons. Right now, we're currently in a situation where Hunter Dickinson, former Michigan transfer, has transferred to Kansas over Kentucky. Wildcats now may be looking for another... Potential replacement uh, at the center spot, at least to rotate alongside Yugena who who's announced that he will be returning. You're looking at uh, a situation with Onyenzo where he's going to get paired with somebody, in my opinion. I think he is going to get put with somebody. He's not going to be the starter on next year's team. I think that Nelson would be an excellent choice, but, but. Oscar Shibwe is also still in the fold here. Shibwe currently going through the NBA draft process, wants to take as much time as he possibly can before coming back to the Wildcats, staying in the NFL draft or NFL NBA draft or entering the transfer portal. We're going to be continuing to wait on an answer from him, and I don't think that is coming anytime soon. Within that time frame, Kentucky needs to continue to do what it seems like they are doing, which is weighing their options. But on top of this, they need to actually be pursuing a player in the transfer portal as hard as they did Dickinson immunity. Shebway gave Kentucky full clearance to go out and search for whoever they wanted as his replacement in the transfer portal. If that happened, so be it. That would just be what Sheebway had to deal with. I think somebody like Grant Nelson is a player. Kentucky not needs to not just say hi to have a cup of tea with, have a dinner with talk to in an airport. They need to get this kid on campus he is a potential NBA talent full stop you watch this kid's film he can knock down threes he can handle the ball and get to the rim he's explosive he can jump he's he's very very fluid and smooth and the way that he operates based on his highlights I would actually have to go and stop and watch some full games of NDSU film to tell you whether or not this guy is good you know protecting the rim, whether or not he's good at doing different things with the ball in his hands in terms of genuine distribution. Can he pass instead of just getting to the rim and dunking it? But on the surface, I think that in terms of complementary basketball at different positions, if you have the opportunity to play two players 20-ish minutes a game at one spot – Onyenso, with his defensive prowess, which I think we are going to see this season, we're going to see him develop into a defensive talent, give him somebody that complements him, that is a run and dunk, can shoot the three, versatile option that can score points. I think that Nelson and Onyenso would go very well together because you bring one in, he gives you one thing. You switch in another, he gives you another thing. I think this would end up being a very nice pairing that would cause Kentucky to balance their rotation out at that spot. Now, recently on the channel, we discussed the fact that Kentucky is way too talented to run a short rotation as they have in the past. Uh, I put out a tweet just a few days ago, if I'm not mistaken, saying that 11 out of the 14 years that Kentucky has been underneath John Calipari's guidance, uh, Kentucky has finished, I believe it's 237th or lower in, in uh, 227th or worse, nationally in bench minutes. They don't rotate their bench, hardly at all, under Cal. If they were able to get a guy like Nelson, they would have to give him an Onyenso playing time. Keep Onyenso happy, let him get his NIL money, let him get his playing time, and bring in a guy like Nelson, who's got two years of eligibility remaining, if I'm not mistaken, let him be your score at the five spot, and let Onyenso be the bruising rim protector. That would be great. It would be a lot of fun to watch. I think that Kentucky fans would enjoy it. I think that NBA scouts would sure as heck enjoy coming to Kentucky games for those two players. And I think that it would benefit them in the long run when it came to depth and what they want to do in the postseason. Because to be honest with you, if you have just one of these guys being the primary guy heading into March because one of them has an injury or whatever may have you, I think that's okay. But the fact that you have somebody to back you up is very refreshing. Kentucky didn't have that last season with Oscar Shibwey sitting there, being the guy, grabbing all the rebounds, scoring all the points for Kentucky in the paint. He was that dude. And right now, I think Kentucky would benefit from kind of dispersing their roster, the scoring across their roster evenly, which I assume they're going to do this season. But I think getting a guy like Nelson would provide that opportunity even more. According to 24-7 Sports, uh, Kentucky is a potential destination uh, for Grant Nelson they said, quote, after missing out on Hunter Dickinson, Kentucky is solely focused on trying to get Oscar Shibway back for a third season, but Kentucky needs more veterans to bolster the top-rated recruiting class. Nelson to Kentucky would put force a first-world problem for John Calipari and his staff. Finding minutes for Shibway, Nelson and Yenzo and a five-star big man Bradshaw would be no easy talk or task. If Nelson wants to be a piece, not the piece, Kentucky could boost his clout and offer plenty of NIL opportunities. Look, look. I think having these three guys would be great. Um, that's a pipe dream, in my opinion, getting Shibway, Nelson, and Onyenso, and Bradshaw all in the same rotation. I mean, that would just be tantalizing for Kentucky, just to even think about Kentucky having. But that's not possible. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's, that's irrelevant here. What I want to focus on is Nelson and Onyenso instead of Shebway, Nelson, and Onyenso because I think those three, Nelson, Bradshaw, and Onyenso, would be a very lethal very lethal front court for the Kentucky Wildcats. So if you've got any thoughts on Grant Nelson, what he could be for this Kentucky Wildcats team, whether or not you want him, whether or not you think Kentucky should pursue him, you can leave all of that in the YouTube comments below. And if you're listening on podcast, at LockedOnUK is where you can find me on Twitter. I want to talk about Keyshawn Johnson, the transfer from SDSU. He's locked in a visit with Kentucky that's coming here in a couple of days. And he is somebody that I think may be the perfect... Perfect fill in for what Kentucky wants at the power forward position. Before I dive into Keyshawn Johnson and what he could mean for this Kentucky team, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. You need to make a fast break over to FanDuel because the NBA playoffs are going on right now. New customers can get a no sweat verse bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. I've really enjoyed using FanDuel during my time here through the MLB and the NBA seasons. NFL is also a lot of fun as well. You can do all these different props like points, rebounds, threes, steals, blocks. You can do over-unders and parlays for a lot of different players and individual things. It's a lot of fun. They make it super easy to use. It's super safe as well. It's the biggest sports book in America. It's great. It's phenomenal. This is not a bit. I love FanDuel, and I think that you, should, you will too if you try them out. FanDuel.com slash locked on to get a no sweat first bet up to 1K. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on, L O C K E D O N, to get 1K back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. That is FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, continuing along here on the Monday edition of Locked On, Kentucky Lance talking out here with you. Apologize for being absent on Friday. I had something come up that I needed to take care of. Appreciate everybody listening to the show. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. If it has already come out, I did an interview with Tyler Tyler Roland of uh, Locked On Titans talking about Will Levis. If you want to go search that up, you can get that wherever you get your podcast or on YouTube. If you are listening on podcast again, following the show would mean a ton. If you would just follow the show, listen to us whenever you get an opportunity. To those of you out there that are the everydayers, the people that listen to me every single day, I want to shout you out. I appreciate you. I've also got a question here for you in the middle of the show. I meant to lead the show with this, but I guess this show will be reserved to the people that stick around uh, quite a bit through the show. This has nothing to do with Kentucky. I just want to know your thoughts. If you play Mario Kart, and I know some of you out there do... Who do you like to main in Mario Kart? Meaning, who do you like to race with? I want you to leave that in the YouTube comments below. Again, at LockedOnUK on Twitter, if you want to share your thoughts on who you play as in Mario Kart. No, that has nothing to do with Kentucky. Yes, I'm using my ability to to uh, to ask you that question anyway. So, Keyshawn Johnson is a transfer from San Diego State. He entered the portal after the national title game. Was a key piece for the Aztecs during their run started all 39 games for SDSU last year, including six in the NCAA tournament. 22.2 minutes per contest is what Keyshaud Johnson averaged. I think that is very important for our discussion here today. 7.7 points, five rebounds. He shot 53% from the field, 26% from three, and 65% from the line. Scored in double figures on 12 separate occasions this past season, including 14 points in the title game versus Utah. And that is all per K S R in his junior season. He averaged 7.2 rebound or points and four and a half rebounds per game. So he's had pretty consistent production over the last couple of seasons. And that's because San Diego state has had pretty balanced scoring at their power forward position. They had another forward, if I'm not mistaken in Jaden DeLee, who averaged almost eight points a game and was sitting there right with a uh, Keisha Johnson, uh, Lee DeLee averaged uh, Leedy, Excuse me. I'm completely misreading that. Leedy averaged 18 minutes a game. Johnson averaged 22. Why do I keep bringing up these minutes? Because Kentucky doesn't need a power forward that takes up a bunch of minutes. That's what we've been discussing here on the show. This is the position I have been harping on the most outside of talking about Hunter Dickinson coming to Kentucky. Kentucky needs a backup power forward that is not looking for a ton of minutes, full stop. They've been looking at different players that I think would be great as starters, and they have chosen to be starters at various other schools, but Kentucky's not looking to fill that number one PF void. They've got Aaron Bradshaw. And I know some of you out there have continued to show your uh, disappointment in Cal deciding that he wants to play Bradshaw at the four. A little bit of confusion as to why you would want to put a seven-footer at that spot. It's worked in the past, but it's been so long. Can they really do it again? We talked about as much here on the show, but now I think it's very clear after watching the McDonald's All-American game and then also just getting to dive a little bit deeper into what this kid's background is overall, getting to see some of the practice that he's been going through, hearing him talk about how he wants to play the position, I'm confident that Kentucky can make this work. He is our number one four. You need a backup that does not want the world. Keyshawn Johnson, come on down to Kentucky. We can provide you a ton of different things that you want and need. I think the biggest thing for Keyshawn, I'm assuming he's looking at a lot of other high-profile schools. We're actually going to get to that in a second. NIL. Kentucky has been very clear. They don't want to get into a bidding war with anybody. They want to be able to delegate their money as they please without having to really lump things out for anyone. Johnson's not going to be asking for a ton. I can only imagine as a kid that didn't average 10 a game, albeit at a team that just made the national title game. But at the same time, Johnson, with his NIL opportunities at Kentucky, I think he would benefit from that. At the same time, though, it's not just what's happening off the court as a veteran presence. There's another good thing, but I also think for Johnson, it is the fact that I think he can genuinely, genuinely contribute. He was a solid rebounder. He was able to cut and get to the rim. He was very physical, very strong. Having that to pair with the lighter, more versatile, more lanky Aaron Bradshaw. Again, we're talking about one-two punches on this show. Grant Nelson and U- on Yenzo would be a great one-two punch for Kentucky. I also think that a guy like Keisha Johnson and Aaron Bradshaw would be another excellent one-two point punch for the Wildcats. Will he end up coming to Kentucky? I'm not sure. All I know is that he has he officially made a, uh, an official visit set uh, at, at UK for the 10th. you will be here from the 10th to the 12th. We will give you updates on how that goes as well. According to 24-7 Sports, 24-7 High School Hoops, and KSR, Johnson is considering Kentucky, Arizona State, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, and USC for his next stop. He's also considering going pro. Right now, I think Arizona State could use him. They just got rid of a couple of, uh, small forward, power forward types, but they they shot a lot better than, than what Johnson did uh, this past season for SDSU. Oklahoma, I think, could use him. Texas Tech just lost a solid power forward to the transfer portal. Um, I'm not sure about USC. I'd have to take a look at their roster. But yeah, Johnson is a very valuable asset to Kentucky, not because he's a great scorer, not because he's a great three-point shooter, but because he fits the mold perfectly. I don't care that he can't shoot threes. Guess who can? Aaron Bradshaw and about four other Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky's not going to be focusing on the three-point shot heavily this year, at least I don't think they will. As much as we may want them to shoot more threes, I think the reality of this year's situation is As it has been in years past, Kentucky's going to get to the rim when they want to, how they want to, and that's how they're going to get most of their points. They're not going to shoot a ton of threes. That's just how Cal does it. Johnson fits that mold perfectly. Hey, man, get to the rim, be that bruiser, grab some rebounds, be that strong power forward. Okay, cool. Aaron Bradshaw, you'll head things up. I'll make my money. I'll be on the bench, and I'll get more publicity, more attention, considering I'm at one of the most prolific schools when it comes to getting kids to the NBA. There's literally no reason why Johnson shouldn't come here. He is a perfect, perfect fit for what Kentucky wants out of that position and what they need out of that position off the – I almost said off the field – off the court. He's a veteran guy, veteran player. I want to take a dive into what he is uh, in terms of character, in terms of how he he, uh, handles himself, uh, probably off air. I'm going to kind of bring that back to you guys if we hear more smoke after his visit – this is a player I'm very interested in. So if you've got any thoughts on Keisha Johnson or what Kentucky needs out of that position, again, one more time, you can leave that all in the YouTube comments below. And that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at LanceDahl underscore. You can follow the show over on Instagram. That is at Kentucky Podcast. Any questions, comments, concerns, one more time, leave them in the YouTube comments and you can hit me on the socials I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and God bless.